Welcome to the Ben and Colin Show. I'm Ben. I'm Colin. Let's start the show. Hello and welcome to the show. Ben, how are you this week? Man, I'm revved up. What about you? <laughs> I, I feel pretty good too. I know we both had a really busy weekend and we're recording this pretty early in the week. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you did? What did I do this weekend is what you're asking? Yeah. Yeah. What'd you do? I flew to Minneapolis, Minnesota, St. Paul, Minnesota, the Twin Cities, and I saw my favorite band for the, now this is the full band. I saw them for the 30th and the 31st time. When you, when you count the Ed Solo shows, I say 35, 36, but full band Pearl Jam, 31 times now. And I like to go travel to different cities to see them now. That's pretty cool. So I've never been to Minneapolis, St. Paul, and uh, pretty neat. We got to go to the Mall of America. Say, how was all that? Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, I went with my buddy Troy. He uh, he's more of a like historical guy. He likes to go to all the like the gangster tours and the F. Scott's Fitzgerald. <laughs> I'll tell you something funny. He's like, I am so uh, anti literature. You know, I didn't even know who F. F. Scott. Gerald was like, I, he was like, Oh man, there's the statue of S F Scott Fitzgerald. And I was like, it was he a Senator or something? I don't know. You know? <laughs> and, uh, turned to find out, come to find out he was the great Gatsby author apparently. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not very well read, you know, I, I, well, you are do when you it read? comes to music. You make up for that with when it comes to your music well, knowledge and stuff. I feel yeah, like. but like even in high school, I bullcrap my way through all that stuff. Did you actually read all the book? You probably did. You're knowing you, you're a good. You're oh, a good I love student. history. Well, not even no, so much no, no, that. no. Just, it ain't I, about. I, it ain't about. It ain't about history. It's just. Um, did you read your assignments and things that you were supposed to? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta make the grade, man. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I did. I think so. See, I could tell you, but I think I've told you before on here. I'm a, I'm a student that could walk in and make a C, you know, like if I applied myself, I'm an A student, but just walking in and going, give me the test. Most of the times I could make a C. So no. to, to sit here and tell you on a Bible, swear on a Bible that I read everything we were supposed to re- read in high school and college and maybe even middle school, I'd be lying, boy. I'd be lying. <laughs> I, uh, I, I am guilty of kind of skating by, like I, I do the bare minimum of work, you know? I mean, I always got decent grades. I was, I was in the, I was in the upper half, I guess, of my, of my class in high school. I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't valedictorian anywhere near that at all, but you know, Boy, I mean, that'd I been a heck by. of a speech. <laughs> I'd have been a good one, dude. I'm a, I'm a dang good writer, dude. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> yeah make me want to clear my voice i uh i got um i have 100 percent my seventh grade teacher to give credit to for my my writing ability because she made us write like crazy in seventh grade So you don't think you're just born with creativity no really well i'm, I'm sorry i mean when it comes to writing when it comes to writing uh no i don't when think you it's say a, writing are you talking are you talking about like proper like yeah, you know, sentence Sto- st- okay, stories, well. grammar, um, you know, know, sounding man. sounding correctly whenever I like like well, I, I'm one of these weirdos, dude, that has to have 100 percent correct grammar and spelling and punctuation and all that stuff in text messages and emails and all that stuff. You know, if if it's not something right, then it drives me crazy. I mean, I do have limits. Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't mind ending a sentence with a preposition like that's, I know that's a big sin in the grammar world, but like, I don't mind doing that in text messages, but pretty much everything else I try not to. Well, uh, yeah. I mean like your, like you apostrophe R E oh, all like, those. Yeah. I got, I got those down the yours, the there's the, um, I don't remember. There's one more that people get mixed up a lot and it drives me crazy, but but I guess what I I guess what I ultimately I meant by creativity is like I remember you know of course this is a self brag on your own kids you know, but I remember when Jack was like in elementary school I don't remember what grade it was but there's no way that the teacher was promoting that style of storytelling, right. and was his grammar and punctuation perfect? No, but like man, his descriptions of like the the stories that he was writing 
was crazy. I was like, where the heck did this come from? You know? <laughs> yeah. And so I think, I think you're pretty much born with those skills of like creativity. Uh, and then again, you know, like we were at the concerts and there's, uh, there's this disease called EB and it's about some kind of, it's like where your skin like rashes and burns and stuff, you know, and okay. it also affects little kids. But what I was, what I'm getting at is, is like artists like Eddie Vedder and, and Dave Matthews and all these people, they get up on the stage, man. And like they act all weird and everything. Right. But I think it's just part of like that artistic yeah, ticking in their head, you know, like he got up there and started crying about, you know, losing other musicians and not crying, but got, got emotional, you know, and uh, he sang a couple Tom Petty songs while I was there. It was pretty cool. Um, and then over the weekend, Dave Matthews was at the Gorge, which is in Seattle, Washington, and he played a Pearl Jam cover, which is pretty neat too. But I was I wasn't there for that, obviously. But uh, no, Minnesota is pretty cool, man. Like uh, um, the weather's nice. There's, the humidity's not like it is here. You know, you're in Illinois, but not not very far from the no, not far enough to make a equator line yeah. compared to me. You know, like and. Uh, so you feel the same heat that I do mostly, but, uh, oh, yeah. uh, since we're like what, 30 minutes away, basically, but, um, man, it's it just, it's neat to go to other towns because you just get a different aspect of life in those cities. You know, me and Troy were talking about going to California and just how easy you could imagine yourself living there, you know, sure. Uh, how beautiful it is and how easy going it is. And of course, I come back to this area and everybody's like, how was it in Cala liberal? You know, and you're like, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, like, you know what I mean? Like just Cala liberal. I've never heard yeah, that one. That's a good well, one. Yeah, That's a good but, one. Well, but you know what I mean? Like, they're, oh yeah, they're all, they're, we live in the Bible belt, which is not a bad thing, but it's so judgmental. And I've talked about this before. I just, it, it almost, you know, sways me the other way because of how like crazy their views of, places like california are but if they actually looked and went to the place man they'd fall in love with the scenery and everything man it's so awesome and like you know i'm wearing an elvis hat right now and it's like got like a weird blue color and he's, he's doing a karate stance on the top of it. people would make fun of me around here for wearing that but out there it's just every day you know nobody cares you know he must have got that hat in pansy yeah right right <laughs> i mean that's kind of what it I don't think I've ever heard but, anybody say Cala liberal or pansy for but <laughs> well, I know what you we're mean. Both making those up, but yeah, but yeah, like when, we, <laughs> well, like when you're fixing to leave, they're like, hope you don't get changed when you're in California, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, okay, and then you come, and then you come back, and they're like, Will, are you voting for Biden? And I'm like, oh gosh, you know, yeah. dude, come on, you know, anyway. But yeah, I, it's just so laid back and so cool in those places like that. No, I would love to live in Wisconsin. I would just love to. And I know like their accents are so weird and stuff, but man, me and my buddy couldn't go anywhere without them being like, <laughs> I'm detecting a Southern accent. You know, like a lot of them were going to say, uh, we got several times we got Carolina, you know. Oh, that's, that's funny. Yeah. They thought, they thought we were from Carolina. And then uh, somebody was like, Alabama? And I was like, no, we're <laughs> not quite far. Not quite. Most people, far, so. when you tell them Kentucky, they're like, eh, you know, like they, they just didn't even <laughs> care. You know, yeah. It was pretty funny. But uh, so the first night, it was two nights of concerts. The first night we were on the floor and, you know, we're sitting by like two, two pairs, two pairs. Like you can only get tickets for in the fan club in twos. Okay. Okay. You, you can get one if you want to go by yourself, but mostly you're going to buy a pair. You know, okay. and uh, the first night we were surrounded by, you know, two, 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 two. Well, the second night, I thought this was weird and, and maybe I'm weird. I don't know, but we go to our seats and there's two seats, one seat, and then our two seats. And I was like, hmm. So somebody only bought one and somebody only sold one because we sat down. And it was this female and she was from Canada. And we got to talking to her. We were like, well, hey, are you, you by yourself? She's like, yep. And I'm like, man, I wouldn't do that. Because I was already, you know, already I was walking through St. Paul. And there's a ton of homeless people. And they are crazy. Like they're babbling to themselves. And like, it's, 
it's scary for a dude. I can't imagine if I was a female by myself. No. You know, like maybe she was I packing. Said, you think she was packing? No, she's a track star. We talked to her. She's from Iowa and she married a, her husband. They were going to North Iowa State or some something like that. And uh hmm. they got married and they moved back to Canada where he's from. But he had to work and he's not a big Pearl Jam fan. So she came by herself, drove seven and a half hours from Canada. And I'm like, man, I wouldn't let my wife do that. Nah. You know, like, yeah, not, I wouldn't. Not either. because she's a woman, not not you know, not because like I'm like, I'm the man and I make the rules. No, it's just her her safety. You know, like sure. what if she got what if she got tired and fell asleep on, at the wheel? Like, what if she was walking to the venue and some homeless guy attacked her? You know. So what I'm what I'm hearing is that you think that uh, your wife is is dainty and needs a big strong man to protect her, like yourself. Well, I mean, look at me. I'm like, you know, I'm like Bill Goldberg from WWE. You know, <laughs> who would want to yeah, mess with this? And, and I'm like Steve Austin. <laughs> well. I was gonna say big boss man, but you know I don't even know who that is. I don't what? Even know who that is. I've never heard of big boss man. I, I, I really? How's how's WCW man? Ray Trailer from WCW is who he was. You don't remember? Nope. Oh my gosh! No. Nope. You know we need to do that sometime on here. We need to have you and I watch along to an old WWF like show and just to see your reactions and how funny it would be to like a you know like a Royal Rumble or something. You know, yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. To, you know, hey man, we could do that in person. You know, like that'd be like a person again. Be interesting. Yeah, yeah that would be, uh, be fun. So, uh, what so was write your to us, people. Like? Write to us, people. If you want us to do that, let us know, and we'll uh, we'll make everybody it loves wrestling. Everybody loves wrestling. Um, my weekend. So, uh, finally got to uh, make it to St. Louis to see my sister's house. They they recently got a new house and. We stayed there with them. We went to the Cardinal ball game Saturday night. Um, it was actually a really good game. Um, Cardinals uh, hit three home runs and still lost. So that was great. Um, At this point, are they like giving away tickets to those games? Uh, more or less. Like ours were, our seats were, uh, I say they were. They were they were pretty decent. They were like $19 a piece, I think, something like that. So yeah, they're, they're pretty cheap. Are they in last place? Uh, in their division, yeah, not in the Ooh. whole league, but pretty close. But mm. um, but no. What the now? The big thing that happened to us at the game, though, and this kind of put a wet blanket on everything. Is uh, it was the bottom of the ninth. We're down by two runs. We have one out and two guys on base. I think a guy on second, guy on third, and Lars Newbar gets up to bat and he fouls a couple off. Well, one of the fouls then flies over our head two two rows. Uh, the a guy puts his hands out to catch it and it hits his hands and deflects right into my wife's right eye. Um, so, so she's got a shiner I'm checking on her and then the, then the ball ends up bouncing. I think the ball bounced off of her and hit Landon too, but I think it had already lost so much velocity. He barely felt it. But I think it bounced off of April, hit Landon, went to the row right behind us, and the original guy that touched it grabbed it and got gave the ball to like his little four year old daughter or whatever. Um, of course, everybody on the planet is checking on April, you know, because she's sitting there holding her head, you know, obviously, and and uh, but she's got a shiner. Um, so uh, that's I think not I posted... the story. That's not the story I heard. I got this frantic oh. call Saturday <laughs> night at like one a.m. and um, I, this guy, I won't name any names. Let's just call him. Let's it's a, let's say it rhymes with ballin'. And uh, he called. And he was like, "Man, I need an alibi. Tell everybody that I was at a ball game, okay? Tell everybody I was at a ball game because April got a little mouthy. She said something about Xbox sucks, and I just couldn't help it anymore. The anger overcame me, and I popped her right in the eye. Right Xbox the eye. is my number one love, and no one will take that away from me." <laughs> The now the only problem with your story is that my alibi is um the actual footage from the game. Uh did you see that? I posted that a little bit later. I I've I've got that on no. there. We uh because we brought it up on Bally Sports the day after to see if they showed us. And I mean you can see the whole thing. It's insane. Really? Um oh yeah, yeah. Um where did you post that? On Facebook. I ended okay. up editing my original post and it was like at the very end. So a lot of people probably didn't see the actual hit, but it was just wild. Cause I mean like, okay, so you think, well, why didn't you get the ball? 
And I'll be honest with you, as soon I saw, I mean, I, I was watching it the whole time. You can see on the video, I'm watching it the whole time and it hits the guy's hand. And honestly, it just disappeared. I lost it. I have no idea where it went. Next thing I know, April's holding her head. So of course I'm checking on her just immediately. So I can, I can honestly say score some points there. I'm checking on my wife instead of going after a foul ball. Cause mom even said she didn't realize April got hit. And she said she saw the ball right behind my chair. She's like, why is it Colin going for that ball? And it's cause I was checking on my wife. Um, so I, I definitely gained some brownie points there. So go Colin um on that also i I also heard that uh the guy sitting behind me was way bigger than you and so that's why you're (laughs) checking on your wife wink wink you know reach back to get the ball and the guy growled at you and then i was like oh "Oh, april April, let me check on you that's what what really happened oh so that was kind of a disappointing end of the game but it's just so funny because i mean it, it just goes along with the curse dude like we I I am a, I am I am a curse for the St. Louis Cardinals. Let me ask you this: like, Yeah, is there any determent of going like at this point because they're so bad with their record? And do you have any games left? We have one game on the thirtieth that we're going to. Yeah, like does that make game. you not want to go? Or... No, no, because I still love going. Um, just just okay. being there in the stadium, watching watching baseball. It's just. It's just great. I, I don't know. Okay. It's you know they call it baseball heaven, and and I absolutely agree with that. Uh, I mean, you got to remember they call though, Bush this, Stadium baseball heaven. Well, Bush Stadium calls Bush Stadium baseball heaven. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say I could think of automatically. I could think of three more more iconic uh, venues than in baseball. Bush is way up there, though. I mean, it's it's definitely one of the more venerable. No, 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 no. I mean, okay. I, I, look, uh, Fenway. Yeah. You're going to say Bush is better than Fenway. No, I didn't say it was better. I just said it was up there with them. I'm saying this is Wrigley it's one Field. Of the, I mean, that's another iconic stadium. Yeah. You're, you're just naming Dodger stadiums Stadium now. Doesn't exist anymore. I don't think. Does that, does Dodger Stadium? I might. It might. I don't remember. Yankee Stadium. I know, but that's not the point. Bush Stadium, it's it's just I don't know, man. It's for me, it's baseball baseball heaven. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right, all right. I just I, I mean I would like to look that up. I mean I know I'm, yeah. I'm dogging you, but I wonder where yeah. they rank in the top ten stadiums or whatever of baseball because uh, your favorite football team is number one in stadiums Mm. lambeau field is the number one not just my opinion it's it's factual look it up on google but um it it is the mecca of football but i just wouldn't associate bush stadium with the mecca of baseball i just wouldn't i mean cardinals are number two behind yankees and world series i get that but old bush stadium was there long before current stadium you know so uh Anyway, I mean, and and to, to argue that point too, Yankee Stadium's newer than old Yankee Stadium too. So really, well, Fenway, me, Fenway, let me ask you, are the two most iconic. Anyway, so ahead. I mean, let me ask you this: Do you get a feeling when you walk into Lambeau Field, you know, and you hear the crowd and you hear the music and the chants and all that stuff? I mean, is there is there something that kind of stirs? Stirs when you I inside. drive through that boring ass state of Illinois, that god awful, horrendous Golly. state of Illinois. When I drive through and I get up to the northern point of it, mm-hmm. I start to see those Green Bay signs and Wisconsin. Like you know, I'll see uh, Milwaukee and Green Bay. My heart starts to jump a beat every now and then. And then when I get to the city of Green Bay and I'm driving by. Buffalo Wild Wings, and then all of a sudden, boom! There's Lambeau Field. It's like I'm watching my children be born again. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. It is so a feeling of holiness that I imagine one day when I die and go to heaven, and I'm walking through the gates. All of a sudden, there's I'm gonna look over by my my house that I have, my little shack, <laughs> and it's gonna be right outside Oneida Gate, and I'm gonna be like. <laughs> Let's go watch a game, guys. And then me and the <laughs> angels are going to be like, woo. <laughs> so to ask me if I think Lambo is okay. on earth, it is, yes, it is the most godliest place besides church that I could ever go to. I mean, I just get I just get goosebumps when I go to Bush Stadium and hear the organ. But yeah, that too. Anyway, um, 
so uh so that was good and then next week you know we're going on our uh anniversary cruise so i am not a hundred percent sure we'll have an episode we're gonna try we're gonna try but if we when don't that's what's happened next week we're leaving friday i think we get back thursday um mm. yeah no it's gonna be tight we might be able to do something thursday night for next week okay I mean, well, that's up to you because yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't, stuff. I don't mind doing it. That's that's what's crazy though. So, like I said, we're leaving, we're leaving this Friday, we're leaving this Friday, and then we get back. We're gonna get back Thursday night just in time for my son's second fall ball baseball game. I guess if I, if I put the pedal down, you know, I guess I guess me and Johan can do an episode. Yeah, now Johan would be interested in that. Uh, Johan, get to us and say, hey. Uh, the Johan and Colin show, or no, the Ben and Johan show, the Ben and Johan show, and uh, that would be that'd be great. But anyway, he's a, he's a he's a new listener. I'd like to give a shout out to. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and been giving us giving us notes and stuff, and we do really appreciate that. That's great. No, I do and, like it. I like it. Yeah, he's, and he's oddly definitely, enough, most of the time he agrees with me, which is great for my ego. Well, of course it is. I mean, that's because that's all you need but, is an ego boost. Let me break it to you here. You'll like this. Okay. All right. So this Thursday is the season kickoff of the NFL, and mm-hmm. it's it's time to get time to get going, man. It's time to get revved up, baby. NFL. Oh yeah. Woo! Oh yeah. And, I know uh, you're excited. And uh, so anyway, we had our fantasy football draft last night, and you make up your team name, right? You know, like you just type in something like uh, Team Colin, you know, or whatever. Well the draft was happening and it shows the order of the draft picks and I'm sitting there looking and all of a sudden there's a team name that I struck me as odd. Okay. And the team name was Collins fan club. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So somebody in the league has has changed their name to Collins fan club. That's the team. (laughs) Who is it? Did you find out? it, It was drew. He, he listens to our show you, you tell drew i appreciate it man that's uh and, i've never uh, met him but I, that's awesome i think it was to get under my skin but <laughs> nah that's a great joke just, i love it now i'm just more determined to beat him when i play him that way so i can be like i beat you colin i beat you we need to try to find i'll try to find room for you next season if you continue to be a fan yeah if i keep it say yeah yeah i'd be i'd definitely uh, be interested have you ever done any kind of fantasy sports no, no, never it's, have it's a really. really cool way. This would be a really good way, actually, for a guy like you who's just now getting into the NFL. It'd be really great, actually, for you to like join a, like an online one mm-hmm. and uh, you really learn the players and you learn like how to just enjoy the game, period, without even having a favorite team. I know you're you've got a favorite, you're, you've picked your favorite team, but I'm saying that like it goes from well, if the Packers aren't playing, I don't care. No, it's not like that. It's just like I'm going to watch every game that's on TV and root for my guys that I've drafted on my team. Sure. And uh, it's pretty cool. So, uh, but we hmm. play for, you know, we, we play for money. And Jack was like, is that considered gambling? And I'm like, I yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You know, like, what's, yeah, kind of. You know, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, of course it is really, but who, who cares? But uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought so... you'd get a kick out of that. Oh yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Um so what? So I've been watching, I don't know if you've heard of this, this uh 100 Years of Warner Brothers on Max. It's uh it's a documentary, it's a short short documentary series. I think it's four episodes and it basically tells the history of Warner Brothers and man, let me tell you something, dude. That is some really 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 interesting stuff because it talks about, you know, how all the brothers got together and and founded the the studio and all that stuff. It's really really interesting. All the brothers, how many are there? Four of them. There was, um, but they actually it kind of. So one of them pioneered talkie pictures, you know, because everything was silent film up till a certain date, and then uh, right before the premiere, the, this is called the Jazz Singer, the first ever talkie film, basically, and. The brother that was so into it died the night before the premiere. So that's kind of sad. Oh, he wow. didn't get to yeah, he didn't get to see that. But then like one of the brothers ended up they he 
Jack Warner, who was like a apparently he was just like a really shrewd businessman. He wanted to be head of the company. And the other brothers were like, no, <laughs> you know, so he made a deal with all three of them that they were all going to sell their shares. And they all agreed to, well, this Jack guy went under the table and paid this other company to sell them back to him after the sell. And yeah. he ended up becoming the CEO. So he, so the other brothers didn't talk to him anymore after that. It was insane. Like the whole thing is insane. And then they ended up selling it to another company. But anyway, Y'all ought to watch it if you're interested in movie making and how Hollywood works and all that stuff because it talks about the founding of the Screen Actors Guild and all that stuff. It's really, really an interesting... I'm interested in all that kind of stuff, so I think that was really, really a cool thing. But um, but I did also... We watched... Uh, we finished City Primeval, Justified City Primeval. I know you're not a fan of it. Um, the ending scene, probably, I want to say, like the last 10 to 15 minutes of the series kind of made everything come back full circle. I don't really want to give anything away in case you haven't seen it and you actually watch it, but absolutely, that part is worth watching. So, see, this is my point, though. Yeah. You're talking about Boyd Crowder returning. Oh, there he goes. Yeah. Spoiler. Well, I don't give a crap. <laughs> Nobody watched that. Nobody's watched that, that like, crap. Yeah. What I'm saying is, this is just so interesting. You did it to yourself here. I know you enjoyed the primeval, blah, 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 but, but you basically just go, Hey, it, you know, the last, the ending is worth the whole, well then you know what? No, it ain't worth the whole thing. No, no, I, I'm not going to say that. It ain't worth the whole, the whole series ain't worth watching. All you need to know is he solves a well, case. That, okay. And so, retires. You're proving, so, so you're proving my point then that this was yeah. so pointless. They should have just went back to the old algorithm of, Kentucky yeah. or Miami or whatever. Because... Boyd's going to Mexico. Boyd's going to Mexico with this oh, woman. And so, and then they, it, I mean, I was just, all right, fine. You know what? Spoilers out the window. I don't care. So Raylan retires to in Florida with his daughter. And well, nobody's really talking about it anyway. So no, it's very, yeah, it's very quiet, but he, uh, and he's, he's on this boat in the Bay, whatever with his daughter. And then they show, they cut to Boyd breaking out of prison, basically. And he's driving. He's like, "We're going to Mexico, baby, or whatever, you know." And so him and this him and this girl are going to Mexico, and then Raylan's phone starts ringing, and it's somebody from uh, the Louisville office. And his daughter's like, "You gonna get that?" And he's just kind of sitting back, and it just shows the boat floating there, and the phone ringing, and then the credits roll. So you're like, "Oh snap, dude!" So absolutely they could come out of it. He could come out of retirement and they could have a Boyd season, which I really truly hope they do. Cause I think that would be awesome. I don't um, think it did well enough, but we'll see. I mean, you know, uh, no, you're right. You're exactly right. Um, I, I haven't, there has not been a whole lot of buzz for it. And I really hate that because the original justified was so good. And, and city primeval well, yeah. has just been very quiet. So I don't know. Yeah. They probably won't have it. Well, and you got to also think with all this writer strike stuff going on right now, mm -hmm. it's, in, it's insane. Like, uh, I, I, I don't even know the amount of TV we're going to miss out on, you know, like yeah. films too, because think yeah. about it. Like we were in line to have, you know, Wolverine and Deadpool and uh, this Harry Potter HBO series and all this stuff was in line to be released year after year after year. And now I think everything's just being pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. And we're not going to get Deadpool until 2025. Probably. I bet that, I bet there's no way they're going to finish it in time to get in 24. No. And, uh, 24, the, the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man move, the new animated Spider-Man movie, uh, beyond, I think it's what is, is it beyond the Spider-Verse? Well, I think it's going to be well, the third already, one. It's already done though. No, it isn't. Oh, it's not done. No, they're working on it. They're working on it. They're saying it was going to be a late 24, but of course, I think oh. it's been pitched back to 25. Yeah. I thought they did all of it as one and they were just releasing it in two parts. No, 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 no. You're no. sure about that? It's going to be three parts anyway, because they did what into across and then beyond is the third one. No, and yeah, dude, I'm sure about this, that. This new one, they broke it into two, is what I'm telling you. Oh, oh well, uh, no, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't know, I'll have to see. I now have to look it up, but no, I'm pretty sure they just did the did the first part. But I don't know. I could be wrong on that. I'm anyway, it doesn't on that. But okay. <laughs> you're probably right. It probably uh, is shenanigans. Did you go to the parade today? I did. Yeah, we went to the Labor Day parade. Um, it was nice. My children don't 
view parades anywhere like I did back when I was their age. Um, I, you know, honest, I'd say though, that. Were, were they really like they were when you were young? I doubt it. Uh, I mean, it just, I, I remember, I mean, I remember pretty, pretty clearly, you know, trying to just get every last bit of candy I saw on the street, you know, and Landon specifically, he was being very selective with his candy choices. So like, if it wasn't something he liked, he didn't pick it up, which I get, you know, that makes sense. But then you had, you know, his brother picking up everything, you know, and then Landon saying, I don't want to pick it up. I'm tired. And I was like, dude, we just got started. Don't even try to say that you're tired, you know? And so I don't know. It, it It's just, it ain't like it used to be, man. It ain't like it used to be. Nothing is though, you know? Oh, that yeah. reminds me. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. That reminds me. Big controversy. Um, yeah. I don't know. Let me see. Have you seen this? Okay. So, um, this is, this is kind of a local controversy, I will say. And I don't really know how controversial it is. But Mayfield and Tillman had their football game, high school football game this last weekend. And leading up to it, uh, Tillman had posted photos on Facebook. Have you seen this? You know what I'm about to talk about? All right. So Tillman had posted Facebooks of Mr. Mayfield, which was basically a scarecrow dummy dressed up like um, a guy in Mayfield colors. And so they then put him on a, they didn't put him on a guillotine <laughs> in, in front of the school there, put him on a guillotine. So cut his head off. They had a coffin there, full size coffin. They set him on fire and put him in the coffin and had all the students sign the coffin. Right. So just kind of that it's a big rivalry. I guess I should say that too. Big rivalry in, in, in the area. And so this Christian group on Facebook gets on there. It's called, um, I'll go ahead and call them out. I don't care. It's called free your children. And they posted, we're talking about, excuse me, talking about how a teacher had posted a bunch of these pictures from the festivities. And they were saying how this promotes violence and they should be more focused on learning than deface than, than promoting, you know, violence and all this stuff and, and all this. And so my question to you is what are your thoughts on, on that sort of, that sort of stuff, those, those kind of practices and so on. I think you already know where I stand on that. I hope. I, I mean, I hope I do. I hope I do. But I please mean, share with you. Yeah, got with to be me. kidding me. Like, how sissy are we? <laughs> <Not> like, <clears throat> I just, uh, my dear goodness, I just, I cannot believe we can't have rivalries anymore. We can't have fun anymore. No. No. Nope. I mean, well, see, so Lord knows, I was looking, Lord knows if it was a real person. Oh yeah, that's beyond. Yeah. You know, like that is that's murder, or whatever. But like, we're just playing around, man. Like, mm-hmm. so what's what's next? Like, oh, wait a second. These kids made a fake Mayfield team or a fake Tillman team on NFL Madden. They can't play Madden anymore. You know, like I, I mean, yeah. give me a break, dude. It is so ridiculous. Like you're yeah. there rivalries are supposed to be fun like we'll get you next time you know like i mean my gosh like what well well i mean wasn't it even even like um was it was greece right uh they had that bonfire scene and did they not have their rival being burned at a stake in, in the bonfire i mean am i making that up are you asking me a question about greece well i guess that, yeah good point but <laughs> that's a very good point <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it when I did it, but, but yeah, no, I, I a hundred percent agree with you. So two, two students on two separate, on two different occasions did get in trouble for saying, we're going to shoot them up. Okay. Which is a different, which is a different thing, especially considering the history, especially our area has with school shootings and stuff like that. Like that in particular is not okay because you're threatening actual violence. In my opinion. I, I, it depends on what, like the, the, uh, I'm trying to think of the word here, but like the circumstances of the statement, you know, 
shoot them up in basketball means something different. Yeah, but this, I mean, this was football, obviously. No, I know, but... I know that. I know, I know. I'm saying like, it, it's going to depend on the circumstances. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're going to torch them, or you know, some some kind of relevant term, right? That's like associated with football is different. Like we're gonna, you know, we're gonna make them our sack lunches or what, you know, whatever. Like you know, right. that that's. I mean, my gosh, what what are we supposed to do? Go out there on the field and be like, not tackle each other and stuff. I mean, like I, I don't. I don't understand. I don't know. I'm, I'm already upset like because we live in an era now where, yes, I understand that everybody's bodies are different and all that kind of stuff. But, like, they're canceling soccer practices and stuff now if it's over 92 degrees. Yeah. Like, whatever happened to the good old days where, like, your parents are dumbasses if you don't bring water to drink? You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're not probably, wrong. You see, see, you're probably on that side of like, well, well I'm glad Landon's practice was canceled because it's 92 outside. Screw that, dude. Screw that. You're making yourself, you're, you're making your kid a sissy if you if you go along with that. I'm telling you right now, if the forecast calls for snow now, they cancel school, dude. That's oh, ridiculous. that's crazy. Yeah, that that's crazy. It's the same yeah. thing. It's the same thing. Well, so kind of back to the practice thing. So I know Mass Acts. First soccer game of the year got postponed because the heat index was over 110 that day. And I was supposed to have uh, our, our uh, fall ball teams, our fall ball team was supposed to have practice on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday that week. And I canceled all three of those. Because, oh, my gosh. Listen, dude. <clears throat> at the end of the day, it's just a sport. And I don't, I personally you don't think that has anything to do with the rest of your life too. Like setting you up for being at least tough or anything. Not, no, I'm not, I didn't, I didn't feel bad about it. I work didn't, ethic, I didn't... Work, no work ethic or whatever. Here's what you should have done. You should have said, okay. Hey, it's very, very hot outside. If you, if you want to bring your kid to practice, it's optional, but I'm going to have practice. I'm going to have a cooler of water there for everybody. We're going to take breaks every so often to get, make sure everybody's drank at least a small, you know, those little mini bottles of water, make yeah. sure every kid's had one of those every 30 minutes or so. And if you don't want to come to practice, that's on you, but I'm going to have practice because now you've given those kids, like your, your, your own kids, you're giving them the option to go, but daddy, it's hot outside. I mean, that, that angers me. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't see how you can't see it that way. We played out in a hundred degree weather. Or I, I did anyway. No, I did. Yeah, you're no, right. Like, I mean, I mean, the coaches brought Gatorade. The coaches brought water. We drank it. We were hydrated. Yes, we sweat through our clothes. But my gosh, dude, like, what do you want them to do? Go inside and play video games all day? Well, uh, no, you know? you're 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 not you're not 100 wrong. But I mean, let's just say that one shame of these on kids, you, Colin. Shame on you. Let's just say one of these kids falls out. Then what? What's it for? That's why you say it's optional for the parents to decide for their kids themselves. I'm just, uh, you know, and, and if you're there, if you're doing your job as the coach, which apparently you're not, <laughs> you, you make sure you make sure that they're hydrated. You make sure they're drinking water. <sighs> I mean, I, you've blown me. Over. This is probably the worst thing you've ever said to me. I, I, oh man. Yeah. I'm sitting there thinking besides the fact you like Superman, I just, uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I mean, dude, man, because I just have this, like, I have this sickening feeling that our children and our children's children and stuff are just going to be more and more wussy. And, and that right there is a leading factor to it. And you're sitting there telling me sports has nothing to do with life. You are dead wrong, dead wrong, because you learn how to follow somebody. You learn how to lead. You learn how to do your work. You know, you learn how to study. All that is associated with sports. Sports are so, so crucial to the world and to life. And to say that they don't matter in the scheme of things, it is that is, oh no, you're wrong. So my all of my team is completely screwed up because we missed two practices. No, no, your team is not screwed up. Your mentality is screwing them up. That's what does it. After we're missing two practices, no, because it could be four or five more practices now, and now those parents are go now now yeah you don't see that it hasn't been though. I'm not canceling any more practices. The heat index was 112, bro. I'm not going to make those kids, those six and seven year old kids, go out optional. in that. Optional. Make it optional. Nah. Don't 
don't make that decision for them because then if they have an outside job and that one day they're going to go, I remember back in the day when coach Colin canceled, I'm going to call into work today. They don't, it's too hot. I mean, you know, stuff impacts kids. You know, it does. Don't Uh act like you don't, don't, don't act like it doesn't. I mean, you're right about that. Well, of course, I mean, because we were kids once and you are influenced by things that you saw and things that you were put through. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, let's go back to that black lung thing that you saw as a kid. Oh yeah. Okay. I know it's yeah, not oh, yeah. temperature related, but I mean, come on, man. You know, uh, if you're making your kids run sprints outside on the, around the bases, they're going to remember that work ethic one day. They're going to go, man, coach Chope, man, he was a, he was a jerk. He made us run in a hundred degree weather, but guess what? It makes me know that I can survive it. And then I need to do the extra effort in my job at school, whatever, I mean, it, it's so relatable to everything, dude, like te- teamwork and team, you know, all that stuff. It's just, I don't know, man, it, to hear you say that it's very disappointing. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry to disappoint you. But and, I, and then, you know, and then, and then, and then, and then you make the excuse of the two practices, two practices. I mean, come on, dude. Well, I, 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 I do partially agree with you, but I also do stand by my decision. I, I don't regret, I don't regret canceling those practices at all. Like I said, is is 110 plus heat index, and I'm not. At the end of the day, fall ball is not. I know, I know. You say it, you know, molds the future, but, but it, uh, it's not worth the, it's not worth the risk to me, to, uh, to do that. Anyway. Uh, what's funny about the whole Tillman Mayfield thing is that Mayfield actually made a Mr. Tillman and I don't think they did the guillotine or set him on fire, but they did put him in a coffin and nobody said anything about them, which is weird to me too, but you're right. You're right about like the festivities and stuff and all that about the rivals. I mean, I don't know what that's really hurting anything. I don't know why. I mean, this, because what this rivalry has been going on pretty much since ever. You know, I and even, I can't even think straight right now. My blood pressure is boiling. <sighs> okay. Well, do you want to end the show while you're pissed then? <laughs> Holy. Uh, Golly. Uh, Mayf- or if I'm correct, I'm probably wrong on the actual year, but Tillman has not beat Mayfield for like, it, it's been over a decade. Mm-hmm. And so it was a huge, huge deal for them. Uh, I have no say in either team. My wife is a former Mayfield Cardinal. It probably made her very angry to lose to the Tillman. But, uh, and it was also, I think it was kind of shocking, to be honest with you, because like I said, it's been such a, uh, it, it is a rivalry, but it's always been in Mayfield's favor. Right. Uh, but, uh, I, I, man, you know, I know it's preachy and stuff. I just, I feel like we're just taking so much away from this future generation and stuff by like not allowing them to have competition to not allowing them have a little bit of rivalry and, and, and to, I mean, I mean, what are we supposed to do? Just walk through life and never make a negative comment about anything. Yep. That's, I think that's what society's trying to teach us. It's, it's insane. It is. I mean, Oh boy, I really didn't expect this episode to go this way, but man, I, <laughs> I, I just, I am such a competitive person. Sure. And I, I can't coach because I would rip those kids apart. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Like, I, it, it, I have such a fuel for competitiveness. Like, I, I do not like to be last or second in anything, you know. I want to. I'm surprised. Win. I'm surprised you've never coached anything. I can't, dude. I can't. I don't have the tolerance. I'd be out there whooping every kid's ass. I mean, I would. <laughs> I coached uh, Luke's basketball team, or I think it was Luke. It might have been Jack. I can't remember now. But uh, church basketball, I coached one time because they had nobody else, and I told him, I said, "Well, I'm going to miss practices because I, I'm working. I have a career, obviously. Sure. And uh, and it rotates. You know, the schedule rotates. I can't be at every practice, but I was at every game, and of course, I did that. You know. I, I don't know. It just, it bothers me. I, I think that you're, you, you should reevaluate your outlook on sports. That's what I, I'm trying to say, because I think it has a huge impact on the rest of your life. Yeah. Okay. Well, you don't think so? I mean, next season I might, I might do that. I might do that next season, but what's done is done. We're not having any more of those heat index days like that. So maybe, you know, you don't know global warming, bro. 
<laughs> well, hopefully, 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 hopefully not. My gosh, that's I'm uh, just joking. Uh, it's been but, awful. But I mean, like, you know, what's next? It's too cold to go to basketball practice. No, those are in gyms. And we did actually, there. we did actually end up having a practice um, in the uh, in in a church gym. We had one. There of you those, go. So. Yeah. I mean, there, there you yeah. go. That's that, yeah. that. That's why couldn't you have done the other three practices? Well, no, we did it. We, we it was, one of the three ended up being in a gym. Well, because we couldn't get the gym for the other two days. Okay. So that's why. But but yeah, at least you um, attempted it though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. So we did do that I at just, least. Just how would you feel one day your son grows up, gets married, and of course I'm going extreme too here. Okay, I, I get it. You know, I understand. But him and his wife are walking down the city streets, and uh, somebody jumps out to mug them, and your son just runs the other way because you never taught him any like stand up, stand your ground stuff. Oh yeah, no that that wouldn't that wouldn't happen to <laughs> my kidding. children. I'm, my children aren't going to come up like that. Yeah, that's that is uh, so extreme. I'm just kidding around. Well, but, no, uh, I mean no, because well, see, and that's well, I mean that's a whole other lesson too. I mean you got to stand up for your your family. Yes, but. But the core of all this starts from kids' sports. I'm telling you, I, I mean that. Like you know, it is. It I will say it is funny, and I mean, no, and I'm not saying you're. I'm not saying you're wrong. Um, going back to the ball game, I had I had a couple of tall beers at the game, and I, I I was feeling pretty good. I mean, I wasn't anywhere. I wasn't like just drunk or nothing. But there, there was just a little bit of tipsiness going on, and so I was sitting in between my two kids, and April was on the other side of uh, Landon. <laughs> And April always says, you know, when I get tipsy, I get real um, gratuitous. So, like, what she means by that is I get real thankful for everything yeah. I have, you know. And and it is yeah. funny because I, after she said that, I did realize I do. Like, because I told Landon, you know, I was telling him and I was telling April, I was like, I said, buddy, I said, you will never know until you have a, a kid you're of your own how i feel about you and your brother i said you will never know that and it's funny because i do remember like my folks saying that about me when or to me when uh when i was when i was their age and they are exactly right yeah you, you know and i am exactly right on that uh it's just there's nothing you start crying on me are you no but there really is nothing in the world like it because you know and i was in april was just laughing because I, I was telling her how much i appreciated her too wow. and uh and she just starts laughing i said why is that so funny and she says well because you always get this way when you drink a little bit <laughs> I said, and i and i so i just said i said well i said it could be worse i said i, said, I could go the opposite direction you know yeah. but uh but yeah she said i could just get really thankful for everything and and you know, and I am dead stone sober now, and I cannot, in all honesty, tell you how thankful I am, literally, for my entire family, my entire family, all of them. You know, I just, I really am. I'm, um, I feel, I'm blessed. I'm a lucky guy. You know, I got you to sit here and verbally abuse me week after week. Uh, so I'm thankful for you too, Ben. Even though you, you know, don't agree with me on any of my <laughs> anything. <laughs> Any of well, my anything good grief. I just, uh, you know, it's just a difference of opinions, but I, I just, uh, I mean, it's all sweet and everything. You're such a sweetheart, but, uh, man, I just, you, you can never, uh, I'm just saying like the way you're doing that right now with the coaching, you can never blame anybody, but you, if they change it, like if they come out different than you want them to. Right. And I again, I'm going extremes, but you know, you did too with the well, what happens if somebody dies? You know, yeah, you know. I mean, it could happen. Yeah, but you. But anyway, what else do you have to talk about? You've done a oh, on a brighter note, I, I got to get over this because it's just you've wrecked <laughs> my whole day here with this attitude. <laughs> oh golly, man! I mean, I. Uh, anyway, um, I have started rewatching The Office on Peacock, and I'm watching the super extended edition fan cuts, and it is They're like watching great. the show. It's like watching the show for the first time, uh -huh. and it is so awesome. So yep. for my flights to Minnesota, I downloaded the first season, and I watched all of it, like you know, going up there. And man, it's got just enough in it to where you almost forget. You've mm -hmm. seen the episode before. So I'm in season two already, but I will tell you this uh, to go negative again here. 
they really have a lot more moments of the Jim and Pam uh, feelings and like extra little scenes and stuff like that, where you're just like, these two people are awful people. You know? <laughs> so because, like, what, what, uh, what are you talking about? Well, there's just little, like, there's just little bitty, like 10 second extra clips of like looks they give each other or flirtate. Like uh, in the first season, they were talking about the IM messaging and stuff. He goes, man, you're so flirtatious when you're on the IM messenger or whatever. Uh, that that wasn't an original show, and that's that's dude. That is further to my point of that they were wrong and how they were behaving, because put yourself in the real life situation where it's your wife and a dude at work. That's wrong, man. That's wrong. A woman should not be flirting with another dude that's not her fiance or her husband, and it's not just a fiance too. They were together for multiple years, good relationship or not, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, for better or for worse is what you, you know, I know they weren't, they weren't married, married though. Still, yeah, they weren't, it doesn't they weren't matter, married. dude. You know, once a cheater, always a cheater. Pam's a, a horrible person, you know, uh, <laughs> cause they were, they weren't like physically cheating, even though she kisses him a couple times while they're still with, while she's still with Roy. Yeah. Like he kisses her one time and she kisses like, I don't really recall. Now I could be dead wrong and you can correct me. Cause I know, you know, your knowledge of it, but on the Dundee's episode, she flat out kisses him in front of everybody in the restaurant. I don't remember that happening in the regular episode. It did. Yeah, it happened. Okay. Well, a- anyway, that is wrong. It wasn't it like have a, never it, got to that point. It wasn't a romantic kiss though at the Dundee's. Dude, I d- okay. So Joe Blow at work and kiss April. No, like no, that? I'd kill him. No, I'd kill him. Uh, okay. Not that you're pr- Pam and Jim are horrible people. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> But but <laughs> the super the super fan editions are awesome. Like they are awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm loving them. I'm loving them. Uh, I'm on season two, mm-hmm. and uh, I I'm just getting more and more creeped out by Jim and Pam. Uh, <laughs> so wrong, so wrong on so many levels. Have but, you gotten? So you haven't gotten to. Um, I mean, it, what is essentially a Kelly and Ryan sex scene no, yet? Then no. 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 That's awkward, dude. I'm like, man, I'm glad they cut that out because that's awkward as heck to watch. Um, because I think I don't know if I've told you about it or not, but uh, or I even mentioned it on the show, but there's a deleted scene where Kelly and Ryan sneak off and they get straight up, it's in a dumpster and it just shows the outside of the dumpster and it's like rocking back and forth. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like that's. Right. That's a lot. Well, it's not. But... It's not much different than Angela and Dwight with their shoes and stuff at that party, <laughs> right? Right. In the treehouse. In the treehouse, yeah, not or much different. But it, it's different. Yeah. I get what you're. I get what you're saying. But uh, it's the little subtle things though that I like. Is like uh, when the purse lady shows up on Hot Lady episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy, uh, what's Adams. Amy Adams? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say Amy Fisher. <laughs> but anyway, Amy Adams shows up. She's selling purses and. Uh, uh, Pam goes, well, there's a meeting with HR in the office in there. He goes, ah, they can meet in the hallway. We never see that meeting, but on the super fan edition, you do. And they're in the hallway. They're all like, <laughs> there's like five inches of space and they're eating lunch and talking about HR issues. And it's so funny that you never saw that in the regular show. So little, right. like little subtle things like that are oh, really yeah. neat. And of course there's a lot more of uh Michael Scott riffing, you know, like just making up ad lib and stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's definitely those that have watched the office and would ever venture to watch it again, please watch it on Peacock because the super fan episodes are so much like, again, it's like watching a new show again, even though oh, you yeah. know what's coming up. And the cool thing about the office is a lot about Seinfeld too, is like, there's so much that happens in every episode. You forget what episode is what you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I know the, I know the founding moment of this episode is the lady selling purses, but you also forget Blah 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 blah, you know, and and just the little subtle things are so funny. And uh, you're right, thought, you're right. There are a lot of things, like you said, because I mean, it's been a long time for for me since I've watched it. Just really for a lot of people that said, since they've watched the show, and and there is a lot of things you forgot. There's a lot of stuff, and, and that's what's so funny though about it is you wonder, like, did I just forget that happened, or is that right. something different? You know, 
So yeah. it is like watching the show for the first time ever again. And that's, and that's a feeling that you just kind of always wish you could get back for a lot of stuff. And and now you can. So there's, there's no cringier moments, man, than Michael Scott. Like he is just so cringe worthy, but you <laughs> love him. You love him yeah. to death, but he is so like inappropriate and uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. they, they sort of changed the Meredith birthday part where, uh, he puts a funny thing in her, like, I hope the only thing that you downsize is your age, you know? And then he talks about her hysterectomy. Well, in the original episode, she didn't get that upset. It was just awkward silence. But in right. the, in the, in the super fan edition, they're all comforting her as she tries to cry. Like she's pretending to cry. That didn't, I'm, I'm, is that, am I wrong on that? I, didn't go down like I don't, that. yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't remember. In it's, the TV it's... version, in the TV version, they all were just like standing there going, wow, Michael, yeah. you know, like kind of dead silence. On the super fan, and I could be wrong, but on the super fan edition, they're all like, Meredith, it's okay. And like, she's like crying. Right. And then Michael Scott goes, Oh, that's inappropriate, Meredith. You know, like you made it, you made it so inappropriate that your conduct is not, you know, it's, you're just like, damn, it's so crazy how like he's so uncomfortable, you know. But oh, yeah. Maybe one of the greatest comedic characters in television history. Yeah. I agree with I, that. I mean, you can't, you, of course, you're always going to have your Bob Newharts, your Dick Van Dykes, stuff like that. But man, Michael Scott, that character is so, so like awesome. And if you okay, don't like so, him, I don't know. Here you go. So, okay. So just let's think about, let's think about five real quick. Let's think about five comedic characters that in, our opinion have just knocked it out of the park. So you got Michael Scott already. Uh, I'm going to have to put Cosmo Kramer on there. See what's funny about that? I agree with I agree with you, but uh, uh I, I don't think Kramer's the best character on the show. But yeah, I, I think impactful wise, everybody instantly goes, "Oh, I love that Kramer guy." Oh you know? yeah, oh, but yeah. I'm a I'm a George, I'm a Larry David guy, you know. But but you're right. Uh, I will give you the Kramer one. So we got yeah, we got uh, Kramer. We got. Michael Scott. I, I think you almost have to throw Dwight in there too, man. I mean, like he's pretty iconic. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he is. I'm trying to think that's, of... that's two for one show. But... Yeah, I was going to say, I'm trying to think from like different shows. Cause like, then you have, um, I mean, if you want to do like a modern family, maybe like Ty Burrell, his character. Uh, so you didn't watch it. You need to watch it, dude. It's, yes, it's, I I'm did. No, you. I did watch it. I did watch it. And uh, I don't you don't think, think it's, I, you don't think no, Phil's, I don't think I, I, when you're talking about all time, no, mm. I, uh, I get it for you. I get it. I mean, I understand it. And I, and I liked modern family, but I don't think it has the overall. I mean, I don't think people talk about it now, modern family, but people still talk about the office. People still talk about Seinfeld. People still talk about cheers, you know, um, stuff like that. So who would you yeah. say on cheers? Probably Norm and Cliff. Coach? No, I was, I was, I, well, the, uh, well, that's a tough one. I know. Because obviously, obviously, uh, Woody is probably the Kramer of that show. See, and I still haven't gotten to him, man. I'm really, I'm, I'm really excited to, to get to him because everybody says that he's have, good. Uh, you know, you have, uh, Carla. Who's always yeah. got the slapstick, like not slapstick, but like the really insult humor. Sorry, insult yeah. humor. Um, but I think Sam Malone is the one you walk away remembering, uh, even though he's not the most funny or anything like that. Um, but you had the you know the one liners from Norm, yeah, about Vera and all that. But but that golly, that show's great. That show's great. it is a great show. I agree. Uh, it is. You know, Mary Tyler Moore, you had Ted Baxter from the news show. That was, he was hilarious and stupid. Did you ever watch Mary Tyler Moore? I was more of a Dick Van Dyke guy. I never, never watched Mary Tyler Moore that much. Well, that's Dick Van Dyke's way before Mary Tyler Moore, though. Yeah, but I just, I don't know. I just, Mary Tyler Moore was never really on my Nick at Night radar. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. I, golly, it's, it's pretty tough, dude. I mean, Kramer, Michael Scott, I'm going to throw Dwight in there, even though it's two from one show. Um, shoosh. uh, yeah, da, 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 that's da, da, tough. Da, da. Well, maybe that's something to think about, you know, uh, yeah, for another have a whole thing about that, just comedies. But 
All right. Well, cool. You got anything else you want to mention while we're here? Uh, nope. Sports is impactful on life. I'll just, I'll say that. All right. Uh, well, good deal. So, all right. Well, I guess that's our show then. Um, a little shorter, shorter episode today, but, um, don't know a hundred percent if we'll have an episode next week. We're going to try to obviously. And if not, then we'll see you the next time after that. But as always, thank you guys so much for watching. Um, we're on Facebook. Just comment on either one of our accounts there. You can all still email us at Ben and Colin show at gmail.com. And, uh, that's about it. So thanks for watching and we will see you next time. Bye.